Hello and welcome to Say When, a geeky podcast, episode number 37. I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. Hi, y'all. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> are we surviving but our not quarantines? Not as long as we did the last time. Yeah. Are we surviving our quarantines? Surviving is a good word. Surviving is uh, a good word. <laughs> Surviving, yeah. <laughs> surviving with the help of fermented uh, fruits and grains. <laughs> so, have we discovered any new uh, drinks that we would recommend to our listeners? Uh, discovered new drinks or just revisited some old? H- have you revisited some old faves from maybe uh, your college days? When, so, I, I I used to love a whiskey sour. Right. Whiskey. I liked whiskey sours, too. Whiskey sours, right? I really haven't good. had a whiskey sour in years. Guess what came, guess what made a, a comeback? Whiskey sours. Whiskey sours. Nice. Whiskey I don't sours. have any sour mix, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's some good homemade recipes. So, but yeah. So, um, uh, uh, so whiskey sours, that made a comeback for me. I associate whiskey sours with Tommy Condon's. Irish pub and restaurant in Charleston, I was South saying Carolina. Charleston? Yes. I've been there. Because I've drank my fair share of whiskey sours when I was in grad school at Tommy Condon's. And they are not paying me to say that. But anyway, <laughs> Melissa, have you discovered any old favorites or whatever? Um, I've pretty much just been drinking vodka and orange juice. <laughs> Getting my vitamin C. <laughs> There you go. Nice. See, that's you know, it's two things, right? You're staying healthy, vitamin C, very good for you, mm-hmm. and you know, vodka just to numb the pain. Yeah. <laughs> I have been drinking um, more than I have had to drink in years these last couple weeks. Like I've called Melissa a couple times and said, "I'm day drinking. What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> after five o'clock, of course, after I was, you know, off work, but, um, or yeah, yeah, about after work. And, uh, tonight I'm getting, I'm getting in my dairy because I am drinking, um, Bailey's and Jameson. Oh, nice. Bailey's and Bailey's mixed with Jameson. And milk. Yum. And milk. Ooh. Getting that vitamin D. Yes. That's, that's. Oh, that's, that's a good, that's reference. That makes me think of a good movie. Oh, uh, really? That did not make it. The Big Lebowski, when you started okay. in there. And I, it did make my list, but we'll get to that later. But uh, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. So, last time I told you something about the summer of 69 and Brian Adams. Did you go back and listen to that song? I listened to it the next day, and, and it completely changed everything. So, <laughs> it hits different. It hits differently. Yeah, it hits so much differently. <laughs> Do you like it better or no? Uh, I like it. I, I do. I like it better. I like it better. It's funnier now, especially since I think all the, how, how did I miss this? I have a warped mind. I have a warped mind and I miss this because maybe it just, when I first heard it, I was so young. My mind wasn't there yet. Right. And you forever associated it with not that. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa, did you know that before I said it last time? Oh yeah. I already knew that. Okay. Yeah. Frankie, you're the only one who didn't know. I was the only one. I'm probably the only one in the country. Yeah. I doubt it. I, I do too. I mean, I have found that if I mention that to people, they're like, say what now? So just I don't a think you're good, naive. Frankie? 
<laughs> yeah, not nice. nice. Like I said, I think I'd already put it in a place in my brain and just kind of left it there. And you didn't revisit it until I told I you that you need to revisit it. Melissa, did you just pour yourself a refill? No, no, no. You didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this, speaking of Summer 69, after this podcast, an idea would be top 10 songs to songs to uh, define us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that would be, be great. Fun. I that would, would be love to do that. Suddenly that song might make my list. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's hilarious. That's harder than movies, actually, for me. Because it's just so... You know what? I don't even remember... You talk about music, and then I start thinking about, like, things where you think music would, like, define it. But, like, I don't remember the songs that we danced to at prom. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do. I don't. Is there, like, a Boys and Men song or something like that? Yeah. For our, for our, for our listeners... Frankie and I went to junior prom together. That's right. Yes. Yes. We went to junior prom together. I wore a Over lovely, 10 years ago. <laughs> I wore a lovely, lovely hunter green dress. Beautiful dress. Iridescent sequins. It was very prom-y. Um, I'm only mildly embarrassed by it now. Oh, you're mildly, gorgeous. Mildly embarrassed, totally humiliated. Same, same. But, um... I remember, thank you, by the way, I remember Melissa had on a black and purple dress, and it was short. Do you remember that, Melissa? I do remember that, and Sally is usually the one that would pick a dress that's kind of timeless and would make its way back around in mm-hmm. the fashion circle of life and um me however i would always pick things that were kind of atrocious or different no. and, uh, <laughs> this dress though was really cute it was like black and it had little purple roses all over it and then the bottom was kind of poofy and black and purple so sally sends me a picture a couple years ago um of one of her students and she was like does this look familiar it's pretty much the same dress I was, I was I was at the yes. prom I was at the prom and I was like I'll be damned <laughs> and that I chose made its way back I was around like that dress is like a carbon copy of Melissa's dress from prom in 1990 something and I, 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 you're welcome Melissa you're welcome <laughs> but it was junior prom and I, I was just staring I could not believe it because it was just that close I mean it was bang on but that that year was the year that my sister wore kind of an iridescent dress too it was kind of a blue purple iridescent dress so the iridescent thing was very in in that year so in my defense so mm. anyway but yeah that was it was funny uh, but yeah, maybe there was a boys to men song because that's very early '90s. But there was definitely House of Pain. I remember like everybody jumping around. That's right. Jump around. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so, yeah. yeah, I remember. And and you had uh, your your date, who shall remain nameless, had the purple tie on. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. The things we recall. But yeah. Frankie, I actually still have that prom picture. If you ever, I have it too. Do you? Okay, so you don't. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I still have it. I have it too. 
Oh I my got goodness. Coffee. Yeah. It's in one of my scrapbooks. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's where mine is. It's in a scrapbook. It's in a scrapbook. So, yeah. Well, tonight, or well, if you're listening to this in the morning, it would be this morning or today. But for us, it's tonight. Uh, we were going to talk about the 10 movies that you need to know if you want to know us. Right? And um, they are not we didn't put any qualifications on it it could be all star wars movies it could be um you know it could be anything the only qualification was 10 movies to know us so i think we're just going to do this round robin like one two three one two three um who wants to go first well i think we should probably um let everybody know that these are in no particular order. Oh, absolutely. Because I certainly prefer some over the others as far as like favorites line up, but that's not what we're talking about tonight. We're just talking about movies that kind of uh, help you kind of get to know us. And um, so I'll go first, I suppose. Yes. Um, my first movie on my list uh, is a family adventure movie. Um, at least that's what it's, Build falls under yeah but i always considered it a romantic comedy okay and okay. <laughs> i don't know what to do with that already because the movie is about finding your one true love oh. and it's prince the princess bride Boom. wesley i have watched that movie more times farm than i can boy. count farm boy. and yes i have been chasing my farm boy for all of As my life and i have wish. yet to find him so that was kind of like growing up my ideal like partner somebody just willing to cater to my every need my wish protect me my (laughs) wish i love it i love it and here's your answer as to why i'm not married i love it i love it (laughs) that's awesome so fairy tale (laughs) chasing the fairy tale well you know i mean it's a cool twist too on the whole prince charming thing right because the prince in this case isn't a good guy right so the good guy is the the little guy right the farm boy Makes mm-hmm. good and comes back and gets the princess. The dread pirate Robert is the good Yes, guy. he is yeah. a criminal. He is a criminal. And he appears evil and does terrible, terrible things. This is sounding like my guy. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. But good at heart. Who knew? Oh, my goodness. Who knew? She, <laughs> she offered meds again. Huh? <laughs> what? What was that? Is she off her meds again? Is she off her meds again? <laughs> You're just mad at my boy because he broke your Han Solo action figure, Frankie. It's okay. Okay, I gotta go get my dog. Can y'all hear him? Hold on. Oh yeah, we can carry on. Carry on. Yeah. Okay. Well, while Melissa is going to get Drax the Destroyer, um, my first movie again. This is actually in no particular order, but my first movie is actually The Last Jedi. Um, it. Like, in the wake of the final Star Wars film, it became my favorite Star Wars film. And um, and for me, it was the last Star Wars film that was actually about hope. And 
possibilities of redemption. And, um, and it was the last Star Wars film that wasn't an absolute disaster. So, um, yeah, The Last Jedi is actually, as again, not nice and not in any particular order, but, um, it is my actual now shifted, uh, favorite Star Wars film, um, especially in light of how very terrible monstrosity was. And it's got my boy Ben Solo, um, still conflicted, but we get to see, um, that conflict and we get to see it done very, very artfully. And, um, we get to see his humanity, um, and how when you fail, um, you sometimes come back from it that you, and that, that, that there's a halting progress, right? So I really, I really, really liked that film. Um, and I know Frankie, it wasn't your favorite Star Wars film, but that's okay. Um, I just, I really, I, I liked it a lot and it really spoke to me on a lot of levels. Um, especially, especially after, after the film, which I really don't even want to name. So that's me, Frankie. So I'm going to jump. So I just have, you know, cause we're not going in order. I'm actually going to tag on to Melissa. So Princess Bride was also on my list. Nice. Yay. nice. Yeah. Why was it on your list? You know, I uh, I don't know. Maybe some of the same some of the same reasons. Like in like you know, it's a it's a love story. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he had a goal. He fell in love, and he was going to do anything for this girl, mm-hmm. and just willing to be able to do anything for the person you love. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And like. That was just, you know, it's always magical. It's got, it's funny. It's got so many funny lines. It is the, the perfect movie. It's What's the that? perfect movie. Yeah, that it's man balanced. with the six-fingered six man. Um, Andre the Giant's part was hilarious. Um, My name is Anita. I have a secret. I'm not left-handed. Die. And then I'm not left-handed either. I mean, yeah. it was just so many wonderful little, like, little bits in there. Like, I mean, you know, and here's the thing. Like, like the story was good itself. But the side part when the grandpa was reading, mm-hmm. that was also so touching, right? Because also should like you know like this love of this romantic love is going on, but there's also like from you know family love, like where this you know grandpa's going to read to his grandson because his grandson's sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I guess it's considered a family. Yeah, it's movie. like there's so it's many. safe for everybody. I'm still yeah. not convinced. I still think that's a romance. But anyway, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Genre. It's the kissing book. Is this a kissing book? <laughs> you know what? This, and here's the thing. I just thought about, this is now the perfect time. My kids, because we're all quarantined here, I think it's time. They haven't seen it yet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Yes. You have to introduce them to it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's too much. Okay, Melissa. Awesome. What's, your, what's uh, your next one on your list? So my next one, which um, if you ask me would normally be touted as my favorite movie of all oh, time yes. Yes, yes, yes. would be tombstone um mm-hmm. you just don't get a better western in my opinion and val kilmer makes this movie as doc holiday and i will be quoting that movie until the day i die i'm your just yes yeah, so I'll many awesome scenes um 
and and the reason it's you know a movie to know me by is because I've mentioned this in other podcasts. I kind of grew up with watching westerns with my dad, and uh, this one was just it made the top of the list for me. So I get that. that and there's sense. a love story there too. You know, you uh-huh. see a love triangle and uh, a man who Wyatt who's not in a happy marriage, and um, he meets someone that's they're actually married a better. At all. I don't think they're married. At yeah, all. I don't think they're married. They're married. I don't think they're married. Well, the woman he was with um, yeah. was addicted to opium and, um, you know, just wasn't a good fit for him. And he ends up running off with uh, that little actress girl. Isn't that how Doc, how did Doc Holliday put it? But anyway, yeah. yeah, love story as well. Okay, I have broader thoughts about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked Tombstone. I remember seeing Tombstone more than once in the theater. Um, and I remember really kind of being interested in those in the those wars, those kind of cattle wars and whatnot. But the, the Western, I remember from that time period, I think a little more than I remembered, for whatever reason, was Young Guns. Like, why do I remember Young Guns so much? It did not make my list, though. Young Guns, were you a huge Bon Jovi fan? Oh, that was Young Guns too. That was Bon Jovi. I don't know. You apparently you know it better than I do. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Young Guns was a great movie. Like. Um. But yeah, no. Tomb. I will. I will, I will go in that uh, Tombstone is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I like Tombstone as well. But not one of the movies that I would say you have to watch this to know me. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Because so, there's going to be one that's not on my list that everybody's going to be like, what? Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, great <laughs> movie. One of my favorites, but not a movie to know me by. Yeah, same, same. Um, my uh, next movie just on the list, and it, it's the final Star Wars film on my list. I actually had two, is uh, Return of the Jedi. And I think it makes the list where it does, or just makes the list at all, uh, because it is the the power of redemption, right? The power of um, familial love, um, and it is, I think, the first Star Wars film that I actually have real clear recollections of seeing and knowing um, at first, because I grew up, I think I saw Return of the Jedi first. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it is just one of those films that even though Frankie Frankie was very critical of Return of the Jedi, you were. Um, and so it was. Um, before I was old enough to be like, you know what? Screw this. <laughs> I'll be honest about this. Um, I always said that A New Hope was my favorite Star Wars film, but that wasn't true. Actually, my favorite Star Wars film was Return of the Jedi. And so this actually is one of my favorite movies of all time. And um, it just I think it's just about the power of love and what lo- love looks like. And this movie kind of has it all, right? I mean, it's got familial love. It's got romantic love. And I, in turn, loved it. So... Yeah, that's why Return of the Jedi makes my list. Frankie? I'll stay in the Star Wars theme, obviously. I'm going to go with Empire. I knew it. Yeah, Empire. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
opening scene. Yeah. Hoth, right? Friendship. Yeah. I'm going to go out and probably die for you. Right. Because you were like a brother to me. Right. And that's that's how you should be for friends. Right? Some friends, yes. So, like, real friends. Real friends, yeah. Real friends. So, that that scene right there, um, it's got a life bounty, right? He needs to go pay a debt or a job is going to kill him. Like, And this is because this is, a lot of this is Han Solo driven, you know, favorite character. Yeah. And what does he do? He's, you know, he's, he stays, you know, he's rescued. And then, you know, and then that, you know, the introduction of like the, the whole princess between him and Princess Leia that mm-hmm. comes into play there. Um, also, like it because you know what the good guys take it on the chin, right? And then and you and I, I appreciate that because you can try to be a good guy and you can be a good guy, and you can still just get beat, right? Does that make sense? And I feel like there's been times in my life that I've tried to be the good guy and do the right thing, and I just like, yeah, you know, and I like still lost this brand. one. Like that. That makes sense. <laughs> totally. But I didn't. They didn't stop, even though they lost. They didn't stop, and I think that's one of those things. Like you know, you can take it on the chin, you can lose, but you don't stop. So yeah, that's why it's on my list. Is my Star Wars film and my only Star Wars film on the list. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting, Melissa. Well, um, Return of the Jedi also made my list, Sally, because that what? was the first. I know it was uh, the first movie I saw in the theater. Oh, uh, so um, not Jaws. Well, I take that back. I the first movie I saw in the theater that I wasn't terrified of and had my back turned. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> my, bad. my bad. During the whole thing, like it was a movie I wanted. I actually wanted to go see, and I wasn't forced to go see. Gotcha. Um, so the first Star Wars movie I saw in the theater um, was Return of the Jedi. So there's a lot of memories there and um, you know, it kind of sparked my interest in sci-fi and space and all of that. So uh, that's why I made the list for me. Cool. Cool. Um, It's always neat to kind of have the same, like like you and Frankie had one of the same movies. It's kind of cool to have the same movie as, but that doesn't really surprise me, you know, because we're all of an age and all that jazz. Now this movie (laughs) just makes me laugh so much. And I love it so much. And so many people will just think it's a stupid, silly little movie. And I'm okay with that. You can think it's a stupid, silly little movie, but if it's on, I will always watch it. And that is pitch perfect. And I will pretend like I can sing, even though I know I cannot, whenever they sing. I loved Pitch Perfect. (laughs) I loved it. Um, I actually had that movie on in repeat, like on repeat, when I was writing a long paper for one of my graduate classes um, back in like 2012, 2013, whenever that, 14, whenever that was. I had to take a few more graduate classes at the university and, um, and that movie was playing in the background as I was writing a paper. And it was, I think the only thing that got me through that freaking paper. So yeah, music that gets you through things and, and movies that get you through things. Pitch Perfect is one of them for me. It just, it got me through that stuff. So yeah, Pitch Perfect. I loved it. Such a good film. So funny. 
Cups tune. My girls even try to do cups even now. So, anyway. Frankie? I haven't seen it. It's okay. Okay. Um, so, my next movie, uh, we'll go just third on the list, is Goonies. I knew oh, it! Yes. I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! I knew That's Goonies awesome. was going to make your list. Goonies awesome is movie. just the... I guess so many great things. So funny. So it's got, it, talking about, it's like, you know, same thing. It's got everything. It's got a little bit of romance. It's got a lot of funny. It's, you know, there's. It's like the original boys adventure movie. Oh, it's just so perfect. So yeah, Goonies is just every, you know, like I wanted to live Goonies. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. And still, like if it's on, I will still, like, I own, you know, I don't own a lot of DVDs, but I will still pop it in occasionally and just, like, yeah. <laughs> I want to go hunt for a pirate ship. Absolutely. Adventure, come on. We'll just ride the bicycles. It's awesome. That's right. That's right. Awesome. The, the big brother on a little bicycle. <laughs> That's great. That's I knew, but I thought about that tonight. I was like, there's no way Goonies does not make Frankie's list. No way. Yeah. I knew it was going to make your list. All right. Yeah. Well, that's because you know me. Yeah, that's true. Melissa? I wish, now I kind of wish I had um, done these in order of like the time period, but I didn't really do that. So, and I don't even know when some of these were filmed, but um, a movie that I absolutely loved and also made me extremely sad during my childhood was um never ending story oh i know artax are you stupid no No. Uh, that scarred me for life and um but also the movie was just so cool and um i wanted to look dragon so bad (laughs) and it just i don't know it was just uh what does that fall under fantasy yeah um it was just different. It was a different style of movie than I was used to seeing. And mm-hmm. it just really stood out in my memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why that's a movie to know me by. But I guess just it just really stood out to me. And I can watch it over and over again. It's one of those movies I can, can, I can just watch more than once. And I think some of these really movies are generational. Like... Uh, like, I guess just for nostalgia purposes. Right. I mean, it's just sort of a generational thing that... that like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, just the way we're reacting to a variety of these movies. Like, yeah. I think... I, it doesn't surprise me. Like, Never Ending Story major list at all. Yeah. And, That's a great movie. You know. <laughs> it's one of those things. So, um, my next one... I am going, I I had an initial list, and I am actually going to pull in a ringer on this initial list and say Clueless. Wow. Yeah. 1995 Clueless. Do tell. Why did did that make your list? I I know the movie. Okay. Great movie. So for those of you who don't know it, Clueless is a 1995 adaptation of Jane Austen's Emma. Written in like 1815. 
1819 or something like that. Who cares? It's over 100 years old, right? And, or 200 years old at this point. And it is a movie that I remember being in my early 20s and kind of just watching over and over again. And I cannot tell. I think it's because it's a love story. It's a romance. And romance is so very timeless. Yet they made this movie with, you know, 1990s uber fashionable teens. What you would think would be uber fashionable teens in mind. And it just... I just loved it. I just loved it. I don't know how else to say I just loved it. It was great. I, I thought it was great. So there you go. I It was a fun movie. Loved it. It was fun. It, mm-hmm. And and we did uh, I did another podcast with a friend of mine about it and we talked for thirty minutes about the movie Clueless and what we loved about that movie. And it was just Yeah. I loved it. Not because I was ever Cher or Dion or anybody in that movie. But I loved it. But maybe that's why you loved it. Maybe. Maybe. I wasn't high either. Portrayed, you know. Yeah. But of image you had of people like that. (laughs) But but you know what? The image of the story itself, right? I love the story itself because I mean it's talking about a girl who's trying to play matchmaker and she's so unaware of herself like and it's a coming of age story where she starts figuring out herself and who she is and what she really wants and I think I just saw it at a time in my life when I was sort of struggling with like who do I want to be right I just graduated college like and and holy holy crap I'm a history major what do I do with that you know I don't I know I knew I didn't want to go to law school right so um, and I initially thought I wanted to go to law school and change my mind on that fairly quickly. But, you know, and I, I, I was struggling at that point. So uh, to kind of come up with who I was, and I think maybe some of that came through uh, in that movie because Cher was so, the heroine in this movie, was so unaware of herself that, you know, she, she was trying to figure herself out. So I thought that, that maybe that's why. So... Okay. Clueless. <laughs> oh, okay. Frankie, you're up. Um. Okay. Another dated movie, but just one of my all-time favorites: Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep on hitting the keyboard. I knew that movie was going to come up. I don't know how I knew that. Is it because I know you this well? Like, yeah, I did yeah. not know that you were going to say it, but I just, whenever I think about this topic, I'm like, Adventures is babysitting is going to come up. I know it is. And I, I didn't know how I knew, but yeah, great movie. It's a great movie, right? It's so much fun. Don't Singing. F with the babysitter. Oh, oh, Thor. Got a little Thor scene in there. <sighs> yes. Yes. Yeah. You got to sing the blues. That was yes. such a great movie. Yes. Did you see that movie, Melissa? I did. It's been so long ago. I don't remember a whole lot about Young it. Young Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. I, I had the longest crush on her. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Like, and that's not, that's not a reflection of you. That's just 
Like, I, I can imagine there were a ton of young men your age who had a long-running crush on Elizabeth Shue. Wasn't she in the Karate Kid as well? Wasn't she the... She was the girl in the Karate Kid, too. Yeah, that, leaving Las Vegas with Nicolas Cage. I mean, like, there's such a great... She has a, she has a variety. She, you know, she was around for a long time. Well, she's still around. Did you see um, The Boys? I didn't see The Boys. Is that good? Amazon. I didn't see that. The anti-hero. Oh, well, yeah, yes, I did see The Boys. That's right. I, I watched. We, we were going to do podding on that, but it was not pod appropriate. So I watched a couple yeah. episodes. She's in that. Yeah, that's right. She is in that. She's yes. In that. So yeah, I remember that was. Yeah, I watched that movie many times, many, many, many times. That's hilarious. I am so not surprised that came up. So, Melissa. Okay, so I had a really hard time picking between these two movies because they're different, but they're both martial arts films, and I love martial arts films. Um, So not the Karate Kid, though? But that's, I think, what initially got me interested in Karate Kid. I mean, in martial arts films was Karate Kid. Oh, okay. But, you know, that's a good movie, and I enjoyed it, but... It doesn't, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is just so cinematically stunning and beautiful. And the choreography and everything about it is just so awesome to watch. And But then there's Ip Man, that, which is the story of um, Ip Man, Bruce Lee's, the man who trained Bruce Lee. And that's a completely different story, but also a really amazing martial arts movie. And uh, I've just always been fascinated with martial arts. I love the idea. Um, so, Ip Man practices Wing Chun. And they use another person's force against them. And so, I've always kind of been fascinated with that style of martial arts where, you know, someone's coming at you and you kind of just use it against them to keep them from hurting you and it's, and you're not really being the aggressor. Hmm. You know what I mean? You're just kind of peaceful and cool, but protecting yourself. And I've always just loved that style of martial arts, but, um, I couldn't choose between those two movies, I guess movie just in general movies to get to know me and things that I enjoy. And I could sit and just watch would be most martial arts films that are done well, that have some sort of, beautiful cinematography yeah i could just watch those i can always just sit and be happy watching a good martial arts film but Mm. those are two that i really really enjoyed interesting for different reasons yeah no fair totally fair and the only time i took uh karate uh i had a white belt in karate don't be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to flex on anybody, but I had a white belt. I will beat you into the ground. <laughs> so where is a white belt on that the scale? That is the first position. That's like what you get just for joining the class. Right. Thanks for signing up. Here's your white belt. Yeah, exactly. oh, Okay, okay, okay. Um, so I fractured my foot from kicking someone the wrong way. And uh, then I was kind of out of that. But it was the end of your martial arts career. <laughs> martial arts career. But um, 
I just, I've just always been fascinated with it. I wish I was that cool, I guess. It's just one of those things I would love to have actually been able to do. Nice. 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 I love it. That's awesome. Okay. I am going in a completely different direction. Um, The next one on my list is Logan Lucky. And Logan Lucky is... Logan Lucky is representative of actually heist genres. Um, Like I picked that one because it's the most recent of them, but I love, you know, Ocean's Eleven. Mm -hmm. Like that was such a fun movie. And maybe it's Steven Soderbergh. I don't know, but I do like heist films because I've got a couple on my list, but Logan Lucky is sort of representative of, of heist films. And, um, I think that style of storytelling where like they've got a plan and they execute this plan, but then you go back and you actually see what's really happening. And I guess that's kind of a Steven Soderbergh thing, but I, I really liked that film. I know that you and your wife couldn't get through it, Frankie, but <laughs> I loved that film. And, and I will sit out on my porch and watch that film even now, just flip it on and, and watch it while, you know, nothing particular is going on. I can hear it and know the scene or whatever. And, and I just, you know, if if one of the oceans films is on, I'll stop and watch that or whatever. But for whatever reason, I would never be involved. I can't imagine a world in which I would be involved in one of these heists for a variety of reasons, but to watch them, they're fun. They're just fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's awesome. So, yeah. Something you can get down with. Yes. Yeah. I Yeah. And, you know, I don't condone it, but, yeah. Films aren't real life, so there's that. It's helpful. It's very helpful to remember that sometimes. So, Frankie? Next one is Stand By Me. Oh, that's such a good movie. Yeah. <sighs> I don't have yeah. a lot of recollection of Stand By Me. I oh, If you've seen it, then I've you would remember it. it. I've seen it, but I saw it when I was a kid, and I don't think I really internalized it very much. Yeah. Like, I get it confused with Lean On Me. Yeah, no, not Lean On Me. Stand By Me is a couple boys walking through the... Done some, like... It's, and they, they're looking for a body, and it's... But they're, yeah. like, in the thick of it together, and it's... It's that, you know, it's these, you know, summer, it's like one of those kind of things. It kind of reminds you like some of the things like some of my cousins growing up. I know some of your cousins. <laughs> yeah. But like, but also like at the end of it kind of talks about the fact that like, they go through this huge thing together, but then they still end up drifting apart. Uh-huh. Right. So it's one of those things like you think about, I think about like when I'm looking back on my past, like some of the bonds I've had with some people, like, mm-hmm. and then you're like, where are they now? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that in, in a way. Interesting. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's interesting. That's cool. That's cool. Melissa? All right. So <clears throat> this next one was actually considered in the sci-fi genre, but I always kind of thought of it as also a martial arts film. Um, But this movie was so ahead of its time and we can still watch this movie today and it is completely mind blowing. And that movie is the matrix. 
When you were talking about sci-fi and martial arts earlier, I was thinking about The Matrix, and I didn't even think. I I was like, hmm, Matrix. But I wasn't going to mention it. (laughs) They use kung fu in that, too, which Mm -hmm. is the same thing. I know kung fu. You know, yeah. (laughs) Basically, Wing Chun is a form of kung fu. So it's very similar, and that doesn't surprise me that that would remind you of that. But um, also the way they incorporate um, guns in their fight mm. style. I think there's probably a name for it. I don't remember what it's called, but that is so awesome. Just the sound effects and the, oh my gosh, everything about that movie is just amazing. And it's another one of those movies that I could just watch over and over again. And it's another one of those movies, like, I just wish I was that cool. Mm. You know, though, <laughs> but the next two movies in that trilogy, man, I don't feel the same way about those movies, those next two movies. Do you? I loved them all. Did you? I did. Did you love them all, Frankie? I didn't see the next two. I thought, here, and this is crazy, right? Because I love The Matrix, but it felt so like, it, it felt like it shifted movies to me. Like it shifted, it was a completely new way of, like like, like Melissa said, a completely new way of doing things, filming things, and things like that. And then I thought, what I loved about the movie was how it, it like the cinematography of it all, and I was like, well, there's no point in watching the next two. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Because mm-hmm. what I loved about it, all they're going to do is re- try to repeat it. And I, w- and I was worried about losing something from the original. Like, I oh, think they just... did a really good job, though. So, yeah, I only watched the first one on purpose because I worried about losing it in the next two. Hmm. Well, you know there's a Matrix 4 coming out. Oh, God. So you might want to, yes, he is. And you might want to like catch up if you want to go watch that. Cause I definitely would love to do a podcast on all of those at some point in time. Okay. We'll see which holds up better over time. (laughs) Bill and Ted's excellent adventure (laughs) or the matrix. Uh, Matrix. um, Okay. So this next film is also a heist film. But so thing, Sally is a thief at heart. Um, <laughs> one thing that I didn't mention earlier, like with Logan Lucky, uh, there's a lot of stuff in Logan Lucky that is kind of um, femme gaze. You know, you get a shot of Daniel Craig doing push-ups from the back, so you see his butt. Like that's a that's a that's that shot's not for men, right? That or that shot's not for straight men. That's that's for. People in the audience who would appreciate that kind of thing. This movie is not femme gaze, and that's gone in 60 seconds. Mm. But those cars. It's not right? the heist. It's the cars. The cars yes. are pretty oh amazing gosh. in that movie. I don't know anything about cars from a mechanical perspective. I don't have any desire to learn anything about cars from a mechanical perspective. But Eleanor... Oh my right. god. Uh, it's a beautiful car. It's probably one of my favorite Shelby cars GT? in all of yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. And when I did this list, when I made this list the first time, I had just seen Ford versus Ferrari. So good. So so good. Have y'all seen Ford versus Ferrari? I it's have. on my list for this it's weekend. Really good. So so good. I loved it so much. 
And one of the lines in it was like, well, guys, if it was a beauty contest, we just lost because they were like pushing the Ferraris by. And I was like, nope, not me. It's the Mustang all the way. Mm-hmm. I w- it is the Mustang all the way. I don't care what the specs are. It is the Mustang all the way. I love a Mustang. And yeah, I think the Mustang looks a heck of a lot better than a Ferrari. Yeah, especially. In, oh, mm, yeah. I just. Oh, but gone in 60 seconds. So much fun to watch that movie and to see those cars. Like I said, it's not it's not the stealing the cars. It's just the cars. It's like, oh, yeah, the cars uh, are pretty awesome. Oh, my gosh. Loved them so much. So much. Okay, Frankie. Um, cutting Edge. What? Oh my god, I love that movie so much, but I can't believe you said that. What? Are you serious? Yep. <laughs> I've seen that movie so many times. I love it so, so much. Why is this on your list? Oh. I was trying to remember. That's It's the ice skating movie. Ice yes, D.B. Okay. Sweeney. D.B. Sweeney. Okay. I mean, I've seen it, but I don't remember. So, D.B. Sweeney's a scoundrel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I didn't know uh, was a scoundrel. Poor guy, rich girl. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, so, this is, this is where, this is where, like, the, the, the background, well, the good thing is, like, my, um, it was the first movie like you remember the first person you fell in love with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This and you had like a song. Well, this was that movie. So the very first person I ever loved. Yeah. This was that movie. <laughs> That's so. pretty awesome. And yeah, and like to this day, it's, I, I still I still look at it. Still pulls out my heartstrings. You know, thinks about that that instant time in your life way back at, yeah, way back when. Way back when. Yeah, I I watched this movie numerous times in the dorm room. In my dorm room at the College of Charleston. Numerous times. Mm-hmm. There were seven of us in our suite, and we watched it a lot. And we talked about the impossibility of that last move, but we didn't care. Yeah. We didn't care. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, Frankie's a romantic at heart. He doesn't want to admit it, but he is. I think a lot of guys are. Okay, Melissa, what's your next movie? All right. Since we were talking about action racing, um, I do love Gone in 60 Seconds primarily for that car <laughs> like that's my favorite part about that movie oh but as far as movies to know me um the fast and the furious because that's about street racing uh. and um <laughs> i may or may not have been involved in some street racing when i was young and stupid and so that movie really appeals to me i had a um red v8 pontiac firebird and my boyfriend in high school had a mustang gt 5.0 
and uh, a lot of our friends so had fast cars. Brother. <laughs> yeah. So we would basically like either sit around downtown and show off our cars or be racing them on back roads. So, and I actually took his car, the GT, on uh, a short track one time, and that was a lot of fun. And Sally may or may not have been in the car with me one time when I was burning rubber in that GT in front of a cop's house, which was really smart. <laughs> Who was getting on duty <laughs> right at the time that I was like speed shifting in front of his house. <laughs> so, yeah, I can totally relate to a movie about street racing because reasons. Yeah. Reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there was a brief conversation on Facebook recently about that. That basically I, it's hard to scare me in a car because I've ridden with both of you. When you were younger, before, you know, kids and, and things you cared about. And uh, prom night, holy crap. Um, holy crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You that drove your dad's. Yeah. Yeah. Monte Carlo with a 400 small block. That thing would flat out move. Yeah. I think we made it to the restaurant in record time. I made it almost everywhere I went in record time, Sally. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but between Frankie and Melissa and then Keller, you know Keller. I have to tell mm-hmm. him I mentioned him. Um, but Keller only drove the way he did when there were guys in the car. Like when he it was just me and him in the car, he drove very reasonably. But if there was a guy in the car, oh my God. Like, uh, I remember... I remember we went to see that awful movie, Nine Millimeter, uh-huh. and it was you and Keller and Eric and me, right? That's right. And Keller was driving, and we were on the way back, and you pointed at your little flare-sided truck and said, don't hit that truck. Whatever you do, don't hit that truck, because I think he scared even you. He may have, yeah. I think he scared you. So I don't, but I don't get scared too much in cars because mm-hmm. <laughs> street racing, right? Street racing. <laughs> Whatever form it might take, and boys and girls don't do that. It's very dangerous. Don't do that. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Like I said, cars, young go with and that. stupid. Dumb, 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 dumb. Don't right. do that. Um, okay, so my next one is completely different from Gone in sixty seconds, and it's kind of representative of a genre. Um, and that is Pride and Prejudice. And when I put that down, I was thinking about 2005 Pride and Prejudice, but it's also representative of a genre of like period romance pieces. I love period romance pieces, whether it's gone into not whether it's Pride and Prejudice or A Room with a View or Lady Jane Grey or any number of of um, movies like that. I love a good period piece. I love the costumes, just the the universality of the love stories, whatever whatever that love story looks like. Just love them so much. So so much. So I said Prime Prejudice, but that's like like with your martial arts films, Melissa, like Prime Prejudice, whether it's Emma, whether it's um, A Room with a View. 
It's just a genre. I love it. And I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for them. Sucker. So girly. <laughs> well, I do have the requisite, you know, qualifications to be girly. That's fine. Yeah. And yeah. I'm a girl mom, so. There you go. What do you do? Okay, this is my last romance movie on my list. Well, we're at number like seven, so. <laughs> he says that like. <laughs> and this is, I, I, we mentioned this before. This is Goodwill Hunting. Oh my God, such an awesome movie. All right. Yeah, Goodwill Okay, Hunting. I'm going to say this. Never mind, never mind, never mind. No, go ahead, say it. Say no, 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 no. I, I, I'll say it next time. Melissa, I. I why do you like Goodwill Hunting? What, uh, what is it about Goodwill Hunting? Same thing. It's the same thing in all the movies, right? There's a ruffian, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of misunderstood, chasing the princess. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Princess Bride. Same thing, you know, like Cutting Edge. Same thing with Empire Strikes Back. It's the same thing. Ruffian, who I identify with, chasing the princess. And catching the princess. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't actually catch the princess, but he is driving across the country to see about a girl. To see about a girl. To do whatever it takes. Yes. I love that movie. So it much. definitely made my honorable mention. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great movie. Good choice. Is it my turn now? It is your turn. Uh, yes, okay. Alright, well, I'm going to mention this one because I don't want to end on this one. Um, but Sally has already um, brought it up. So, thriller horror um, movie that made my list, not because I enjoyed it, but because it terrified me and I was forced to watch it and traumatized as a child, was Jaws. And the reason it's a movie to know me by is because I now, as an adult, I'm terrified to swim in the ocean. Because sharks. And um, I blame that all on my parents who took me to see it when I was probably, I don't know, when did that movie come out? I was probably very, very young. But uh, yeah, so that is a movie that scarred me for life. And therefore it had to make my list. That is an excellent reason to have it make the list, I think. <laughs> um, okay, so the eighth one on my list... Band of Brothers, which is not technically a movie, I guess. It is a very lengthy mini. Well, not length. I mean, it's only like nine episodes, but it's a mini series. But Band of Brothers. Yeah. I'm an Americanist history historian with a deep interest in 20th century history. I do not know a way that I could not be that person without being deeply interested and fascinated by Band of Brothers. And um, there are other movies that also interest me, like as representative of like a war genre kind of movie. And most of those war movies are actually set in Vietnam because in the 1980s, that was sort of the way that Americans, I think, dealt with their trauma of losing a war, which is not a f- popular thing to say, but um, I think it's sort of 
clear that we lost the war in Vietnam. And, um, and, and I'll tell you, Band of Brothers, you get to know those men in Band of Brothers, and it hurts when something happens to one of them. It hurts so bad. And, but the reason that's a movie to know me is because that is who I am, right? I'm, I'm an Americanist. And so, um, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. With your and it's, and yeah. it's not a romance. What do you know? What do you know? Nor a heist film. Nor a heist film. I have layers like an onion and Shrek didn't make the list. That's right. Shrek. Shrek You're did so not complex. I am complex. Thank you very much. Don't make the mistake of thinking I'm simple. Frankie. I here. know better. This is why we're all friends because none of us are simple creatures. So some of you guys uh, clerks. Speaking of simple creatures. <laughs> Clerks oh, that is I, a great movie. I was a video store clerk in college. It was one of my favorite jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, just the best, most fun, reckless, crazy jobs. How is a video clerk job reckless? I need you to unpack that a little bit. Just the behavior that we had as, as, as the clerks, like the stuff that we did. It's, it was not very different than the movie. Gotcha. Yeah, like some of the things you say, like, it was just, yeah, clerks. And who doesn't love Kevin Smith? Oh, my gosh, I just adore him. Yeah, so. I, there's a Kevin Smith movie sort of as an honorable mention on my list. And it probably wouldn't surprise you if I told you what it was. So. so. Yeah. Melissa? Okay. What do I want to do next? Um, so this was another one that I, I was really torn between two movies that shaped. Well, there's one that shaped me, I guess, or to get to know me by because I grew up watching it. And there's one that kind of took its place. So I, I look forward every single Christmas to gotcha. a Christmas story. Like, I have to watch that. My Christmas is not complete until I see a Christmas story and hear, you'll put your eye out. <laughs> it's just not Christmas until I see that movie. Mm-hmm. And my mom hadn't watched that. How has my mom not watched that movie? I tried to get her to watch it. I was like, you'll love this movie, right? She's old. So... <laughs> Therefore, she should love it. She hated it. She but hated it. <laughs> she hated wow. it. Yeah. Why she hate it? I don't know. She's weird. She's just, it, it didn't keep her interest. But, um, you know, to the dog stealing the turkey and them having to go eat Chinese for their Christmas dinner and uh, the famous award and just everything about that movie is just, I just love it. It just makes Great me movie. happy. The BB, the Red Spider BB gun. Oh, I was a total... oh, oh, that was the best. <laughs> the bunny rabbit pajamas. Like, I just love that movie so much. But then Elf came out. And now I have two movies I have to watch at Christmas time in order for it to officially be Christmas. Over Christmas Vacation. Interesting. 
Yeah, I love that movie too, but I don't have to see it. Like, I have to see A Christmas Story, and I have to see Elf. So if you are in a relationship with me, you just you need to know that these are two movies that I have to watch. Suck it up. They won't be on a TV. Yes. Nice. Go ahead and get it over with on Black Friday. Yes. Just do the thing. Have have a movie marathon on um, Black Friday and just get it over with. Fair enough. That's awesome. Okay, so this is difficult. I'm having to take, I'm having to shift one movie off my list and make it an honorable mention. And then I've got a Kevin, another, a Kevin Smith movie that is an honorable mention. So I've got two honorable mentions, but one movie that makes the list Wonder Woman. Nice. Wonder Woman. Not a Marvel film, which I Not think is, Marvel. which is, which is interesting, right? Because I actually prefer Marvel movies to DC movies, generally speaking. Um, but Wonder Woman, and I think Wonder Woman speaks to me so much because she's the female heroine growing up, right? Mm-hmm. I had the coloring books. I had the underoos. Wonder Woman. I loved Wonder Woman growing up and when I was growing up, the standard of beauty was blonde hair, blue eyes. And girls that had brown hair and brown eyes were not interesting and not pretty or not at the very least. They were not as pretty as a blonde. A blonde is always prettier. That was the standard or what it felt like to me was the standard as a brunette. So here was wonder woman, a brunette, and she came on television and she spun around and she was in her little costume and I loved Wonder Woman. And so the movie comes there, out and I love it. What movie too. are you Okay. So She's talking the, the so series, the television series shaped you or is one to no, know you? No, no, not necessarily. No, it's the movie. The movie it, to know me, it's Wonder Woman. It, Wonder Woman the movie works because, you know, Wonder Woman 2017. Yes. Okay. Makes my list. But I'm saying that it's a holdover from childhood as well. Gotcha. Whereas, like, my initial interest in Wonder Woman came from my childhood. So that brings in my childhood. And then as as an adult woman in 2017, I'm watching what I feel like is a great adaptation of that. And it's a very female-driven movie. And I really liked that a lot. And so it spoke to me as a woman in 2017 as well as a kid in you know the 80s well that is the one that earlier in the podcast i was saying people are probably going to be surprised didn't make my list Mm -hmm. um i'm not surprised actually i love wonder woman but yeah you were there with me i loved i grew up watching the linda carter wonder woman which was a television series and that's the wonder woman i fell in love with but i also fell in love with the wonder woman comics and see, I didn't um, which comics. is a slightly different story than than what we get in the Wonder Woman movie that came out in 2017. So that movie didn't make my list, although I adore Wonder Woman and y'all know this. This is how I sign out. Every single podcast is with Truth and Justice, which is, you know, the Wonder Woman creed. So, yeah. I I totally respect your choice, but it just didn't make my list for that reason. Yeah. No, that doesn't actually surprise me at all. 
Yeah. You were there at the movie and I was like, eh, why did they have to change this and that? And I was like, you're <laughs> a freaking a purist. purist. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody um, else was yeah. like, I want to go back in and see it again. And you're like, meh. <laughs> Seriously, Frankie, I loved the movie. That is exactly I how it. I excited that the movie finally made it to the big screen. You yeah. know, I've been waiting all my freaking life for this movie to make it to the big screen. And I was, I was excited that it finally did. And it was one of the best DC films just ever. But yeah. um, it just, mm-hmm. you know, didn't make my list. Okay. So, Frankie. All right. Peter Pan. Ah. That's a classic. Interesting. I want like Pan, like Pan, like Peter Pan. Peter Pan. I mean, you never grow up. Just be a kid. Just be young at heart and playful and have fun and run away from it all. Take life right? hard and Go. fast with your eyes closed. Take life hard and fast with your eyes closed. Maybe your own little private island. Like we can do just, you, you know. Do you know what that's a quote from? Me? My senior <laughs> yeah. yearbook. My senior yearbook. Yeah. yeah. The boy didn't grow up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. I, I still feel like a kid. My body hurts more. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're not, but. Yeah. But like mentally, I want to look at life like with that fresh set of eyes. That's awesome. Yeah. I Man. love that choice. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. Did you also see the the new you know the Christopher Robin movie? Mm. Where, where you know Christopher Robin's growing up, it's like Winnie the Pooh. Yep, 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 yep. You and McGregor yeah. was in it. Yeah, you and McGregor. Did you mm-hmm. see that? I saw it. Yeah. yeah I like, haven't seen it. Like, and that's like the, the the other side. If you do grow up, right? Mm-hmm. So that was that movie broke my heart. But big fan of Pooh. But uh, but Peter Pooh Pan Bear. made the list. But Peter Pan made the list. Awesome. Because, yeah, don't grow up. Be a kid. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Okay. Do we want to give our honorable mentions before we give our last movies? Not that they're in any particular order, but just, like, honorable mentions? No. Why would we do that? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. Okay. We can do our 10, and then we can just say our honorable mentions. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right, Melissa, what's your As an accountant, point? that bugs me. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, accountant. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then. <laughs> okay. So what's your tenth one? Um, so my tenth one is The Martian. Oh, with, okay. um, Matt Damon. And the reason that's a movie to know me by, which if anyone has listened to our podcast for any length of time, they'll know I'm kind of a stickler for movies that are scientifically accurate. And um, (laughs) so this movie is that. Like, they used every bit of knowledge that they had available to make this movie as scientifically accurate as they possibly could. Now, is it 100% scientifically accurate? No. But it's pretty darn close. And I love that about it. And I love, love, love the idea of colonizing other planets and space travel. And like, I just hope and pray that I will be still living when that happens one day. If I can see that happen before I die, I'll die happy. So I love that movie for that reason. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's not the most exciting movie ever, but I thought it was pretty exciting. I enjoyed it. 
Bravo. Bravo, Ridley Scott, for that movie. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. Uh, Ridley Scott is an interesting filmmaker. He's working with Matt Damon right now on a movie that has been uh, The Last Duel, I think. I only know about it, well, first of all, I'm a big, given a lot of movies I like, it looks like I'm a massive Matt Damon fan, uh, which I wouldn't deny, but um, he's in it, Ben Affleck is in it, and so is um, Adam Driver, so of course I've heard of it. Um, so the last movie on my list, um, actually came in and bumped another, uh, movie off the list into honorable mention status. And that movie, (laughs) I hadn't thought about it in years. Um, and then I, and then I've really started thinking about it recently. (laughs) Varsity Blues. Oh, wow. Varsity Blues. Mm-hmm. And the reason that movie speaks to me is because we essentially went to West Canaan High School. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and when we went to our stand-in for West Canaan High School, you know, we were state champions one year, region champs the next. I mean, just, yeah. And it just... I watch it and whenever I see it or it just, yeah, it just felt, it feels like I'm watching a version of my junior and senior years in high school and not necessarily the version that I was in, right? Cause I didn't go to those parties in high school, mm-hmm. but those parties happened. Right. And the attitude at school about football and all that stuff, very similar. So, yeah. Random choice, I know. And it actually bumped something else off the list. But, yeah. Varsity Blues. It's a movie, but it's a movie to know me. Like, if you watch that movie, then you will understand something very important about my formative years, about my high school years. Mm. Right? Yeah. You'll understand where I came from. That totally makes sense. So, I get that. So. If I had been a more more of a sports fan, well, I mean, I may think have about it. But, see, but think about it. I was in the I was in the marching band my last two years. Now, I didn't play an instrument, but I was on the flag line, and I went to every football game, definitely every home game. I went to a lot of away games. I mean, just I was just really immersed at least adjacent to that culture. And it, it was not something I could get around like senior year. You were gone, Melissa, right? Like you were barely, you you were gone, but you know, you, you had other concerns. Yeah. So I I had boy, boy concerns. (laughs) Yeah. The bane of my life. I kind of lost track of you senior year. (laughs) Yeah, most people did. I kind of just ran off with my, with my my boy. Well, reasons, but yeah. I, I don't know that I, Frankie. Did you go to all the football games and all that jazz senior year? I think 
Yeah, I went to, well, my junior year, I went to all the games. Yeah. My senior year was different because I worked at, uh, at worked at Domino's delivering pizza. So That's right. That's right. So my you senior did? Yes. I oh, I remember one time you were like, so-and-so got pulled over in a blue Cavalier and uh, the cop said that it was because they'd seen him. And I think it was probably Frankie, not her. I was like, no, I don't know. I think he might have been working. I helped out at Domino's. What year was it? I had a friend who was dating a guy that managed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. You remember that? And I kind of oh yeah, that was that blue my mind because the the age disparity. (laughs) The age disparity. We were like me and stuff because you know a lot of high school people were like, what the what the what? Yeah, she likes older men. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. It's it continues to be a thing, but anyway, I helped oh, them really? out. Yeah. Oh, real? Okay. By answering the phones when they were having a little shortage there, I did a little part-time work there at one point. So, yeah. I think I might remember that actually. Do you? I was yeah, just sitting here trying to think. Did we cross paths? Did, was he your was manager? There, was, was the I guy was... in question your manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, you remember? So I know exactly the situation you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So for those of you listening, we're talking around things, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I was there. I opened the store and I worked there, you know, until I left to go to um, college. I made a killing. So. Anyway. And got my 45 in the Blue Cavalier. That's right. I did have a Blue Cavalier. Oh, you got up to 45 in it? 45? <laughs> 45 before I left the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number 10, Frankie? Mighty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail. Yes, I love that. It's awesome. It is silly. It's it is really, silly. It is. It pokes fun at so many things. It's just, and that's just, like, that is me. I like to be silly, and I like to poke fun at things, and I like to laugh. And I laugh a lot in that movie. And, like, you know, the, the irony of the bunny. It's got sharp teeth. can jump, like, this far. I mean, like, because it's just that whole first scene. You're going to see this huge monster. And it's not. It's just a cute little bunny. <laughs> that then goes on to slaughter everybody. Yeah. But it's awesome. So, yeah, Mighty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail. Awesome. I don't know that I've ever seen that entire film. Oh, it's classic. Pretty sure yeah, I have. Yeah, you gotta watch it. I, I mean, do. People, oh, okay. Yeah, people talk about that too much. It's one of those things like everybody talks about. So you need to you need to know. I've I do. You need to watch it. General direction. Hmm. What? I fought in your general direction. <laughs> 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 Melissa's dying laughing over it right now. It's just. It's got history and it's got the French versus the English. Yeah, Sally. Black knights in it. Okay. 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 All right, Melissa, do you have any honorable mentions for us? Oh, I have a lot of honorable mentions. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. I, I, that's what I was telling Just you. Just all, really go with all of them. Just, go, with all, okay. go with all your honorable mentions. So, all of my honorable mentions are Titanic. Okay. Um, Dirty Dancing. All right. Goonies. There you go. Goodwill Hunting. All right. And Wonder Woman. Okay. So cool. those were my honorable mentions. Cool. Um, 
Okay, so my honorable mention list kind of shifted and moved around a bit. Um, and actually, the two honorable mentions that I want to bring up, uh, both Matt Damon films, and one of them was originally on the list, and that was Good Will Hunting. See? Good Will we Hunting. We all love that. Yeah. This is why mm-hmm. we're friends. <laughs> and the other Matt Damon film that truly did shape me, Dogma. Oh, yeah, Dogma's a good that's movie. A good one. Dogma. And so that's the Kevin Smith film that I'm like, mm-hmm. Dogma. Yeah. yeah. That's a great film. Um, just so good. So good. So, yeah, those are my two honorable mentions. Um, and, and like I said, Goodwill Hunting had initially made the list and I kind of rejigged it and whatnot and, and pulled that off in favor of Varsity Blues because Varsity Blues is really indicative of my youth. But, yeah, Goodwill Hunting had initially made the list. So that, that was a tough call, real tough call. So, all right, Frankie, what's yours? Okay, so I have Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good. You good. know, adventure, bull whips, all that. Yep. Love all that. Um, next one, kind of a heist. Sort of a, not really a heist, but at least escape a car movie. Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, yeah. So That's much so fun, good. so silly. Yeah. Right? Um, nice. Now, the last two didn't make my list because I'm not there yet, but it's what I want. Okay, wait for it. Up and the notebook. Oh, God. I thought you were done with romances. Uh, so, I said, I said, I'm making the list. I said, I'm done. But I, can't, I, I can't watch. I cannot. Nicholas Sparks. I can't watch movies from, the, from, from Nicholas Sparks books. I can't do it anymore. I can't. I just. I, so, yeah. So, I get so, so you want to do fly away to South American wilderness? But like the number, like they were, your but house. Like, that was the dream that he and his wife had, mm-hmm. right? Like, even after she was gone, the romance was like he still loved her that much, right? And he's like, you know, we were always going to do this, and I'm. This is, you know, this is my, this is my end. That is, oh, I cried, oh, I cried, and so like several scenes and up. So yep. And the notebook, come on. Like who like that movie just breaks you, right? But like I said, to know me by, I'm not I don't I'm not eighty yet, right? So like mm. but Oof. I want that. Oof. Right? I wanna be eighty and somebody sit and read all this notebook to me because they just they want those last few precious sometimes when you read the notebook, he comes you know, she comes back to me. That's awesome. Oof. Aww. Oof. <laughs> yes. I will, yes, Frankie is a romantic at all. I will admit it. Well, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's so, yeah. absolutely nothing wrong I with that. I wasn't getting And your you wife is that. a very lucky lady. So, yeah. There. So, we, I, I, I'm going to like throw a curveball in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Melissa, I actually don't expect you to, to have this. But Frankie, is there a book or a book series that sort of that sort of shapes you? Because Melissa, I know that's not your like. Robert Jordan, Wheel of Time. Okay. Well, there's only really one um, 
Arthur that I read a lot of when I was younger. And he's kind of, most people would probably consider it boring, but it's Tom Clancy novels. I read a lot of Tom uh, Clancy novels. No, you know what? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. On the morning of September 11th, 2001, when terrorists were using our airplanes as guided missiles, mm-hmm. I was like, this is not real life. This is a plot device in a Tom Clancy novel because I just read that novel. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't think that's boring at all. I don't know what it was because I I couldn't see myself reading them now. But old Melissa loved Tom Clancy novels. Interesting. So, yeah. I think it was when I was kind of like still young and ambitious and climbing the corporate ladder. And I don't know, something about those books appealed to me. Interesting. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah. yeah, I actually need to throw in another book, and it is like a wrinkle in time. <laughs> but definitely not the movie. Not the movie, the book. That book is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, you know, it talks about suburbia. And now you know the truth about suburbia. I have my own red ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, oh. Well, for me. Uh, the the book that sort of speaks to me, like as the English major, mm-hmm. um, I love as an English major. I love Hemingway's um, "The Sun Also Rises," and that's my you know, literary choice, right? Mm-hmm. But as a just me talking about books that like get to me Harry Potter pick a Harry Potter all the Harry Potters love them all like just everything about Harry I get I understand I understand him I get him it just makes sense like I can't think of anything about him that I that I don't like understand and um yeah so yeah that was my little curveball I was just Earlier today, I was like, I wonder if there are any books, too, that kind of fit this sort of question mark. But, yeah, that's that's one. Or that's seven right there, Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. All right. Was well, there anything else we wanted to add tonight, or do we want to wrap it up here? I think this was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, it was fun interesting. fun topic. Yeah. I thought it was we'll interesting. walk down memory lane. A stroll down the lane. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I have. I, uh, I get that. I get that. I think it's pretty cool um, to kind of just think about movies a little bit differently. Well, is there um, anything you wanted to add, Frankie? Where can people find you, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Uh, they can find me at GooniFet on Twitter and Instagram. Melissa, Pexy Babe on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you're looking for me, for whatever reason, I am Palmetto Blue on Twitter and Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Also, we have an email address at the podcast, so if you want to email the podcast, you can email us at saywinpod at gmail.com. Wait, is it pod or podcast? I think it's podcast. Saywinpodcast. Podcast. Saywinpodcast at gmail.com. There you go. 
Yeah. So email us if you had questions or requests of us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. We will certainly take questions on the podcast. And how did you want to sign out tonight, Melissa? Um, I'm going to break from my norm and say, stay home and stay safe. Nice. Frankie? I'm going to go with my book. It was a dark and stormy night. And I'm going to go with my new normal, which is safe and solo. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.